into what is one of the core pieces of Men's Minister Catalyst, which is a training on how to build an effective and engaging ministry to men. It's a simple but difficult six-step process to work through. And we're going to have the next three podcasts today and two more committed to this topic of six steps. Today, we're going to take a couple of steps, and then the next two, we'll finish it out. Dale, can you set the table? Why, why is this such a critical factor of what we're trying to do? Well, again, of all the med, the issues that face men's ministry uh, in any church nowadays is the fact that very few churches actually have an effective men's ministry. In fact, only about 1% of men in most churches are actively engaged in the local ministry to men. So a lot of guys may go to church, but they may not come back even for a additional time with other men and connecting with them and praying with them and studying with them and holding those accountability relationships there. But, you know, it's really, Wendell, I think here's the telling tale too. Only about 10% of churches in America really can sustain a ministry to their men over the long term. Of course, there's always churches that try to do things like pancake breakfast and maybe a fry, a hamburger fry or something or some sporting event and everything else. They try to at least engage their men, but going through the long term, that's the challenge. And, you know, the statistic that we've heard for the past couple decades is still true today. While all roles in the family, the children, the wife, and the husband are all important, we know that if we go after that that man in that home, 93% of the time, when a man comes to faith in Christ, the family will follow. That's how crucial ministry to men is in the local church. Wow. Well stated. Thank you. You also mentioned that very few churches in North America really have this clear strategy and intentionally grow their men. I know, I know they want to in nine out of 10 times probably, but um, the ability to put a strategy together to make that happen is, is often lacking. So again, that's what we're going to talk about in the next three sessions. Today we'll take step one, And step two, step one is aligning with the pastor's vision. And step two is developing a men's council or a men's leadership team, men's board, whatever you want to call it. We call it a council. So that's the term we're going to use going forward. So Dale, let's jump right in. You know, step one, like you mentioned, you have to align with the pastor's vision for the church. You never want to step between a man who's been called to a position of authority in the church when God gives them that, not only that calling, there's normally something connected with it. And part of that is the vision that that person may have, not only for his own individual ministry, but certainly for that of the church that he leads. And I think I think that's why this is so important. If you overlook step number one here in aligning with the pastor's vision, you're really going to be out of step with the, not only the pastor, but certainly the church as well. So you right. want to really capture the vision of the pastor and you want that to permeate your, your ministry to men for so many reasons. Let, here, let me give you just a few of them. You really don't want a silo ministry where it's only men and they have nothing to do with the rest of the church. They right. have to have ways to serve and to lead in the church through the men's ministry. Mm-hmm. Secondly, 
you do want your pastor's support and some involvement for what you're doing. And you want your pastor to know that you've got their back. When a pastor feels like this is a competitive kind of a ministry to him, he's Mm. always going to question that. So it never, never should be that. This is always a complimentary ministry where you understand his vision and he knows he's got some, you know, kind of like old David's fighting men. He's got guys in his church that are standing with him and will have his back and defend his message and his vision as well. You know, way too many pastors have been through a rough patch, maybe where they had some strong leaders in their church, and they ended up having to do some church discipline as a result. And you never want that to be the case with your men's ministry leadership. Be on the same page. That's an important, important part of that. You know, Wendell, I think you know about pastors you know, pastors want their church to grow in every way possible, spiritually, numerically, and with the influence of the community. But to do that, you really need some key things in there, don't you? You need some key things. For instance, great communication, great communication. You have to have not only that uh, connection with the pastor, but make sure that he knows when he sends you a text or or ask a ask for some uh, time, maybe as an appointment or ask you to pray about something, do it, follow up, be with them and make sure that you are responding to his needs and, and supporting him that way. And, and also I think that's the way that you get that tangible support back from him as well. And, you know, one of the key things maybe to build that is to get a, get some guys and build a kind of a prayer support team where that can be the kind of the catalyst point for uh, maintaining that ministry with the pastor. Tell the pastor, look, a couple of us guys are getting together. We're praying for you. Give us a couple things that we can pray for you. We're going to make that a matter of something. So you know you've got Aaron and her basically on each side of your arms holding you up and trying to influence you through that. So, you know, starting that just in a a humble but a, a servant leadership way and, and putting yourself at the, at the door of the pastor, but at the same time at the beck and call of the pastor to yeah, respond to needs. I, I can tell you this, most any pastor in the United States will feel encouraged if he knows he's got guys that he can depend on that are a phone call or a text away or a prayer away as well. Mm, and good. I think the last thing that I would put into this too is, It's important to focus the men's leadership on all aspects of the church. Just don't become something that is myopic and tunes out everything else that's going on because the work in the ministry of the church can and should be impacted by godly men of the church in leadership roles, certainly, but even just their presence, their support, uh, their encouragement, their prayer, all of that comes down to uh, not only for uh, the pastor, but certainly for the for men's ministry, but the church as a whole and the church at large. And when you align with the vision of the pastor of the church, you bring that added horsepower to what is being focused on. And everyone basically pulls in the same direction and in the same way, in the same, the same form. And so it's a key part just to start with that connection with the pastor. You know, Dale, one key story of a of a church, uh, they run about 150, 175 on any given Sunday. But they have more than 20 men 
involved in key leadership roles. Could mm-hmm. be over children or teaching a Sunday school class or um, any number of things. Yeah. <clears throat> and that has really transformed that church over the last uh, two and a half years to have these men step up, take key leadership roles. When they have an event, they'll have between 50 and 75 guys every every time, and sometimes more than that, of a church of 150, roughly. So that that's tremendous engagement. But the big thing is not the numbers, although the numbers matter. The big thing is the transformation of the church. And that is what has been so inspirational to me as they pull key leaders together to take key leadership responsibilities, and the church is, is doing extremely well. Transformation. You know, it models so much for the church when they see men engaged and active, not passive, not just sitting in the pew or quietly singing, but actively engaged in and supporting the other ministries of the church. I think that's such a key model. That's well, when, when, Go yeah, ahead. one more comment, then we'll hit yeah. step two. When a, when a new man, a visitor, who's a man, comes into the church, and sees all these men working, what does he feel like? He feels like this is my place. These are my peeps. I'm not visiting a I'm not visiting a church with my wife and my kids or by myself, but I'm I'm enjoying an opportunity where so many men are engaged. This is a place I can hang. This you know, he sees that, and it's such a key model for everything else that he'll do. But you're you are spot on, Wendell. When a when a person visits a church for the first time. You'll know if the men are engaged or not. You can you tell. Will. You'll you see will. it not only by by volume or by numbers, but you'll you'll yep. feel it by the sense of the heart of the church yep. as well. Yep, yep, yep. That's great. All right, step two, um, and this is a key to sustaining a long term ministry. The first one is the impetus for it, the pastor's vision, as Dale so eloquently described. But this one uh, sustains a long term ministry. The average church has a ministry to men that lasts about 18 months. And then there's turnover. It's hard to build much in 18 months. Mm. But the reason that happens so often, especially in smaller churches, because whoever has been appointed or volunteers tries to do it themselves. You all, you've seen a one band, one man band, haven't you? Dale? He's got all the instruments all over. And, pretty, pretty busy person, and, and a lot of noise, but not a lot of music, <laughs> and a lot of perspiration. Usually, yes. I've seen him in the summertime and open houses and other things. It's like that is one wet dude <laughs> working his tail off. That's for sure. <clears throat> but that's how a lot of guys jump into that. They say, "Oh, that would be so much fun to be the leader of men in my church." And they jump in, and they're the one-man band, and then it, they start to lose focus. They try to do everything. I mean, you have to recruit for every event. You have to have people covering everything. And 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 unless you have a, a team together, you are going to burn out. Pretty soon, they're tired. They said, you know what? That's just too much energy I take to do that. I'm not going to do that. Um, they start to get discouraged. They start to say to themselves, no one cares anyway, really, so why should I be doing that? And then they begin to back out, and eventually they fall off. But the key is to build this this council where you've got some key leaders um, from various aspects of the church who you can draw around you. They're respected by other men in the church, so when they speak, the guys will listen. They're approved by the pastor, and they're involved in developing a long-term strategy for the ministry to men. 
Now you start however you start. Could be small groups, events, etc. But what you want is a long-term strategy. One of our next sessions, we'll talk about an assessment. But that assessment is critical to understand what the needs are so you can build that long-term strategy. You want guys who, again, have the respect of others, not afraid to get their hands dirty, and are willing to join with you for the long term. That's a real important piece of it for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. one of the one of the key things I found in ministry that was helpful to make sure that you have jobs that are there for the guys that are not the super saints, the guys that aren't the uh, you know, 15 or 20 years in Christ kind of people. Amen. Amen. Make sure that there's a spot in there for a guy. Cause again, you don't need to necessarily have the gift of evangelism to flip pancakes or something. Not. And then, so if you can bring a guy in that can handle the kitchen part of it or something, there are other people that will be ready to teach, but it's sharing the load and giving the yep. jobs out to the people that are there and encourage them to be part of a ministry that can accomplish more together than they can individually. Amen. Well said. So let me just give four real quick practical steps to build a a men's council. First one is to understand the strengths that you want the council to embody. So what is it you want from that council? Not all the participants, but the council. And and what do you expect of them? Uh, And the Bible outlines some pretty clear things there, but um, you don't have to have everybody, as Dale described, as spiritually mature, but they have to be spiritually committed. Right. And that's a real key for the council. Yep. Determine the level of commitment, the amount of time you're expecting. So if you're asking them to get involved at a pretty high level, what does that mean? Is that an hour a week, two hours a week? Is it five hours a month? And they all happen to be in two different weeks. Try to outline so they have a good idea so they can balance the rest of their life, their family, their work, any hobbies that they have outside of what you're trying to accomplish. And then the culture. What is it you're trying to create? You don't want the council to be a bunch of alpha dogs running around as, as head of the pack. You want them to be servants. That's the that's the culture. You want them to serve the men, the women, the children of the church, but specifically of the men's events. And that's a real key factor. You know, what a what a key point here, this culture part. It, it will permeate everything that's going to be done from this point forward once this council is in place. So setting yep. that culture correctly yep. and accurately yep. in agreeing yep. with each other on what it's going to yep. be is a key part. Yep. And then you have the opportunity to speak to each other about it and make sure you're you're uh, making it happen. And then invite your leaders to share what they hope to experience by being part of this council. What role might they want to play going forward? It's important to understand what their expectations are as well, not just yours to them, but them, theirs to yours as a key leader to try to make that happen. Again, open, honest dialogue with the leadership team. Uh, creating that culture that uh, of servanthood uh, and, and making sure each person follows through on their commitment as as they can. I want to wrap with one verse and then a couple of questions. Here, here's a, here's a verse out of Ephesians four eleven through thirteen. It says, "So Christ gave Himself apostles, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip His people for works of service, so that the body." of Christ may be built up until we all reach the unity of the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God become mature, attaining to the full measure of the fullness of Christ. That's ultimately what you're trying to accomplish in your ministry to men. That verse right there, you're trying to uh, understand the knowledge, your faith, 
and the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the full measure of the fullness of Christ, which is Matthew 28, go and make disciples, not just become one. So a couple of questions to wrap. How would you describe the ministry to men in your local church? Boy, that's a key question for anybody to answer. You know, they're going to be honest with the, uh, the, the needs of men and ministry that in their church yep. begin with that and kind of do that, that moment where you kind of break it down and really try to understand what, how would you describe it? Where would you even, what are the heights? What are the low points? What are the, yep. Yep. What are the strengths? We, yeah. Where do we begin on this? A good evaluation. <clears throat> Has your pastor been able to share their vision for the church? <clears throat> with the men's leadership uh, council. That's a really important factor. Again, Dale outlined it very clearly on why that's so critical, but don't overlook that step. You don't want to create a rift. You want to create unity and you want to support the full body of the uh, full body that you, that you're part of. If you're not already, would you be willing to get involved with your local ministry to men? <laughs> that's always the question, right? It's like, what am I going to do with what I just heard? Yeah, I guess I need to step forward in some yeah, the, manner. The bottom line is, I think everybody would really like to see what it is to have a good, effective men's ministry in the church. The question is, are you ready to help be part of that change and transition in your church? <laughs> That's always the right question. That's good.